0: 7654321. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this, you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco
1: talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks Up. Okay. All
0: right.
1: <laughs> I'm hungover.
0: I'm more hungover. We're both hungover. What are we doing? Oh, oh exactly. man. Anyway, that's Marco Tempano. And that's
1: Ali Hassan. Hangover
0: Man number one. Oh man. oh man. Hangover Man number two. And and what are we what are we doing with our hangovers? We're gonna have a drink. And um, we're we're doing start. some
1: serious cocktailing today I too because it's like I see that? Oh, uh, it's like like of all the drinks when you're hungover, it's like I have decided to do a really strong one. So. So, that's great. So, that's great. But first, a couple of things. How was Chicago? Uh, we have not talked since I went to
0: Chicago. No. We had a great time in Chicago. I, uh I went, uh, I think I was telling you before I went, I was a little reluctant uh, about this trip cuz i was going with my children and you know how children just completely the stop. worst the worst. worst the worst people around and so i was like i won't get to eat the way i want sure. i won't get to drink the way i want i i, I might not even meet one mixologist on this oh, trip no. i said to myself but then in the end it was uh, it was great oh, and God. we got to eat a little bit you know got to there was a food court called
1: latinicity oh So, because you you lost me at food court, I know, and then Latinicity, then I'm like, okay, now Now my yeah, now we're back.
0: Look, I almost lost myself. I was like, what is this scam? And it's right off Michigan Avenue, and it's a tourist trap. And for brunch, it's like an all you can eat. I don't like all you can eat, but then oh, it's even even more, it's an all you can eat from eight different places in a food court. So, some are making arepas, one place is making (laughs) such a good burger. My daughter had a burger, such a good burger, um, which is not what you'd expect in the food court you know Uh, and then uh, tacos Uh, some people just and in fact um, we'll get to my thing but that is what inspired
1: me to make the dish that I'm uh, I'm making oh this is exciting okay so you had texted me and said I'm doing Mexican things in case you want to make your yeah. uh, cocktail in that sort of theme. And I was like, no, like it's too late. The The, the train got off the tracks. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. That's
0: all right. We don't but have okay. to be on brand with each other no. all the time. There's no brand. There, there is no brand. There is, is no brand. brand.
1: And when you're hungover, sometimes a strong cocktail can be the hair of the dog. Yeah. Now, before we go any further, I want to tell our listeners who are like, you know, I'm starting to enjoy what they're talking about with regards to cocktails or my segment, as I'd like to like to drunkenly, sort of me <laughs> try to stumble my way through saying that. Um, just as people were enjoying themselves,
0: you just fell off the trail right uh, there. Here's what I want to say. Yes.
1: Go buy yourself a cocktail shaker because now they'll be on sale. Right. You go to those stores like a Marshalls, Winners, or wherever they sell those kind of.
0: And if I can just add one thing to yeah. that, also while that was the you're ping there of your phone. buying, while you're there buying things. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand apologies. So unprofessional. While you're there buying things and listening to Marco's suggestion, get a hand blender as well. Oh. Also on sale. Hand blender and a spice grinder, if I may. You could find both for under thirty bucks total.
1: Yeah. Okay, so a hand blender for people who are like, what's a hand blender? It's yeah. not a blender it's like a the, a, bzz, the ones that you like put stuff in like a, a vessel and then you you hit Liquefy or grind no, or whatever. No. It's, it's it's a
0: hand. It's called an immersion
1: blender. Yes, you you take it and you put it into a soup or mm. into
0: a a, soup, a, a, a smoothie. Yeah. A, thousand, a thousand different. It foods.
1: almost looks like. Bear with me. The propeller at the end of a boat on a a club on the end of a club. Are are our listeners
0: uh, like five years
1: old? Is that why you need to speak this way to them? I don't. Right? I don't know. Sometimes because if somebody hears the hand blender, because I made a recipe. Yesterday, yes. and it was all in British um,
0: measurements, measurements, uh, and like
1: terms. S- so I had to look up stuff. I made a rough puff, and yeah. I made I made um, like a meat pie. Never done that before, a right? So I was puff. like, I was like, okay. I'm going to figure this out. Rough puff sounds like a derogatory term. Is that how you it sounds like a, a sexual fetish, <laughs> yeah, exactly. a rough puff. Um, no, it's, it's, uh, it's just basically puff pastry but not as fine. So you're making just a rough pastry uh, with some butter. But you're not folding it many times and, and it's it's a little bit more durable and harder and, and whatnot. It was the top of my pie. Anyways, I'll, I'll throw some pictures online because I was okay. really proud of it. Yeah. Basically, I took my turkey and my ham from Christmas Put it in a pie shell with leeks and cream and sherry and tarragon. Very exciting. Put the rough puff on top of it. Put it in the oven. Baked it. Had the wrong degrees because it was British and I wasn't really paying attention. So I had to... (laughs) I, I worked it all out. You just can't yeah,
0: take the the bartender out of the bar. I'm huh? telling You're you. are just like, ah, I'll figure it out. Although you do
1: measure. You measure. I do measure. British. I yeah. do measure with my with my measuring. Uh, it, it might just be your uh,
0: your resentment towards the British. I love the British, though. Oh. Well, then I don't know what the ah. hell's wrong with you, buddy. I'm
1: trying to fix you. you know, no. I'm trying to figure you out. <laughs> all right. Let's get to our drink. Okay. Our drink is going to involve a model. So I just want to say, how are you on Amaro's? I don't I'm not familiar with Mato, that's how I am on So Namato is an Italian herbal bitter liquor. It's often digestive. Amaro means bitter. I've seen it in digestifs in the menu. Exactly. But I've never had it. And it's sometimes used in cocktails. And so I'm going to also say to our guests who are like making cocktails that we mentioned, go get yourself a small bottle of Fernet Branca because the next two shows are going to have Fernet Branca. You don't have to get like, you know, the big bottles of 500 mil if your liquor stores have even less. It's dashes and small quantities mm-hmm. of it, so you don't need very much at all. So get yourselves some Fernet because this week and next week's cocktail will have Fernet Branca. Now... Fernet Branca of all the Amados is one of the stronger ones. So Amados are classified in different styles, medium, light. Uh, Fernet has its own category. It's mm-hmm. sharply bitter. Uh, it's more bitter than other uh, Amari. And Fernet Branca, Fernet Stock, uh, Luxadero Fernet, Armado Santa Maria, Almonte are two are a few examples. Those of are the, the ships sera. that, uh, that uh,
0: Columbus sailed
1: on. I yeah, know, that colonized uh, yeah. a lot of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to talk more about Fernet in the next episode because okay. I want right. to talk more about the person who who made this cocktail happen. Okay, but did you have a question? I know no, you. No, I, I was just a,
0: a glancing at the back, and it says it can just be enjoyed over ice as well. But also a great ingredient cocktail. Yeah, this
1: for me, fern, an Amaro is a great thing to have in your home at the end of your night when you're like. You know, it's wrapping up, or you're like getting towards. You've drank all the cocktails and wines and whatnot. You want just something to settle down with. Yeah, this is a beautiful alternative to a cognac or a brandy that some people would would traditionally have at the end. It's a digestive. So if you've had a big meal as well, it's a great way to to, to and, digest. And
0: just to be clear,
1: yeah. amaro is
0: the umbrella term. Fernet Branca is it Fernet? Yeah, Fernet yeah. Branca is a type of amaro.
1: You got it exactly. Perfect. It's like I was sitting right here listening to you almost. <laughs> makes me so happy, my friend. It makes me so happy. Fernet Branca is also one of those ones that's got a bit of a punch to it. So it might not be your introductory Amaro. Okay. I would recommend Montenegro. Okay. Love Montenegro. That one's from <clears throat> Bologna, that part of Italy. And I also want to say... Not to be exclusively Italian. Uh, Amados are also made in other parts of the world. Amado is just the term for these bitter digestives that are made in Italy. So you'll find them in other parts of the world. They make their. I believe Jägermeister, which is a German herbal digestive, is could be classified as an Amado if it was made in Italy. Thank you for not being so Italian centric. Huh? Sometimes I can feel our listeners being enough. It's like, oh, this guy with the.
0: At least uh, Ali branches out to Mexican and whatnot. This guy. Like, I do nothing but branch out. Yeah. Sometime. Well, yeah. no,
1: I do nothing but stay in my little circle. Okay, okay. okay, all right. All right, so this cocktail comes from the Savoy Hotel in London in 1920, circa 1920, is when Ada Coleman, female bartender, which there I wasn't very like many. It would be pronounced Ada, but anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would be Ada. I think Ada so. is how I would pronounce it in Italian. Again with the <laughs> Italian, jeez. Her nickname was Coley, so I'll refer to her as Coley from now on, okay? Coley invented this this cocktail called the Hanky Panky, Ooh. and she served cocktails to the likes of Marlena Dietrich, the Princess of Whale, uh, the Prince of Whale, I should say, uh, Mark Twain. I think it would be whales. What did I say? Whale? Whale. In the singular. Sometimes I just, uh... <laughs> I need some more water. I need some more water. You need something, my friend. Charlie Chapman, Diamond Jim. Who's Diamond
0: Jim? Sounds like an early wrestler.
1: I have no idea. I didn't look Ladies him up. Ladies and I was gentlemen, like, Diamond Jim entering the ring. I don't, uh, I mean, I assume he was a man in the diamond trade. I, don't know, I thought he was like, he sounds like a gun, gunslinger to me. Yeah. But this is the UK. This is London. So if you know who Diamond Jim is, let us know because I'm not planning to look him up. <laughs> so this was, she I was thought... <laughs> the interest in the list that I am presenting to you.
0: You, know, you can read these lists beforehand and you I can cross out Diamond Jim if you don't like him. No, but I
1: thought it was interesting. I it thought is it was an interesting, interesting. name. An
0: interesting. I thought, I'm actually
1: going to look She it up. made this drink for Charles Hawtrey. Is that how you say his name? Hawtrey? Man, I don't know. What? He was an actor. He worked with Noah okay. Cowell and whatnot. And, and from all from all my reading, it sounds like he was a bit of a drunk. She said he could tell a cocktail, judge a cocktail like no one else. And
0: he could do the hanky-panky like no one else. He certainly could. Is that why he,
1: is so- When he had this drink, he said, and I quote, By Jove, this is the real hanky-panky. <laughs> At the time, hanky-panky, do you know what it meant? No, did it not mean uh, messing uh, around in a sexual way? It meant magic or witchcraft, which is often what happens in my bedroom. So (laughs) there you go. So we're gonna make this cocktail. I mean, I'm really excited. I haven't had I was this excited cocktail until you read all that. Now okay, I'm like, enough. what a pretentious what a, bunch
0: uh, of garbage. Uh, but but we're gonna take off the pretension. Uh, uh,
1: Coley died at 91 I'm so in sorry. 1960. I'm so, so no, I thought that was great. I it was like she's like 91 drinking bartending. That just proves yeah. drinking a bit of alcohol does the body good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean it's this very tiny random sample we've used here, but uh, and for all we know she quit drinking in her thirties, but that's not important. Drinking does the body good
1: is something we should stand. by. Okay, not to cut you off, but oh, I just did. No, no, I didn't I mean to. I meant to, what I meant to say was I'm, I've, I've lost the recipe. It was here in front of me, and no, I can't find it. <laughs> this is oh.
0: this in a nutshell here is life with Marco. There's only this is a two by two. Uh, Two foot by two foot room And he somehow lost the paper It's unbelievable
1: I found it You seem more sober than me right now (laughs) So I'm just going to say that Wait till (laughs) till I have food in front of me And I'm breaking things So far so good Are you ready? I'm so ready Hanky panky Cocktail shaker with ice my friends Okay we're going to use An ounce and a half of vermouth It calls for Italian vermouth I'm actually using Canadian vermouth to show that I'm not, uh, I'm not, I Exclusionary. Exclusionary. Thank yeah. you. Uh, ounce and a half worth the where is it? Okay, I'm just <laughs> going to do it this way. Okay.
0: The way you just read that was definitely the reading of a hungover man.
1: <laughs> I had to really squint.
0: Yeah, I squint and you did something with your mouth too. You oh, know that, that thing when you're, you got to be aware of that, you know? The next thing you know, you'll be like, ah! you'll, uh,
1: you'll be making those old man noises oh, as man. you read things. I'm there already. Oh uh, yeah? Okay, I'm using sure. Hendrix gin for this cocktail. I don't like to use Hendrix gin and in why cocktails is that? because I find that Hendrix gin is a great gin, aromatic. It's it's its own gin. I feel like it should be drank as is yeah, and not sure. used in, in cocktails. But it's a fine gin to use, so and it was the so, only so one I had.
0: British. Okay, sorry, it was the only one I had is the bottom line. I thought you were trying to stick to this British theme, nah. and Hendrix is British and it's a great gin.
1: And now two dashes of Fernet Branca. Okay. Now, when you say dashes, what are we talking here? Okay,
0: a dashes. Would you, do, would you be would you wind up being like a half a teaspoon?
1: In yeah, that's what, how I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm actually going to use my my cocktail uh, stir, and I'm going to do. Oh, that was a, that was a two and a half step of dashes. It's just going to be what it is. It is going to be what it is, huh? All right. So then you're supposed to stir it for, and I'm going to stir away from the mic for 60 seconds. That's about 60 stirs. If you have one of these twirly uh, stirs, it makes the stirring look really nice and yeah. fancy and whatnot. And then you get a strain in a glass. And I got these coupe glasses because from all the pictures I've seen of the hanky panky, it's always in a coupe glass. Coupe glasses are really popular these days. I don't like drinking out of coupe glasses to be quite honest with you. Um, but I always feel like they're very spilly. Make sure you get the 60,
0: Marco. God forbid we're in the 50s. All right. No,
1: I got 60. I got you 60. You got 60, right. okay. So then I'm going to just split this one between two of us, all right? Because, yeah. Because um, it's, it's strong, drink, and we're going to be drinking some more later on. <laughs> so um, I just figured, wait, wait, wait. Oh, there's more. There's yeah, more. Yeah, orange peel. Okay. Oh.
0: And what are you doing right now is you take off a little peel, and then you squeeze it. To create the tiny bit of, uh, like, tiny, tiny droplets. Right? You want those little drops there? Yeah. It's like the? the
1: alcohol from the citrus, when you squeeze it, will actually hit the glass and give it a little bit of flavor. Mm. So there you go. Okay. My friend, this is to uh, Coley, um in her memory and this, the, the the hanky-panky which she created. I always let Ali drink a uh, sip first to see if he likes it. And to By introduce-
0: Jove, this is the real <laughs> hanky-panky. <laughs>
1: Uh, what do you think? That is a good sipping. Oh, man, I'm
0: <laughs> I got a buzz again. I got a buzz again. This reignited last night's alcohol. Listen, that is don't a- feel
1: you have to drink the entire amount. Oh, I'm not drinking the entire okay. amount. we got, we got some time. Well, you for know each what? Other. Can I'll you just pouring. take a picture of me pouring this in so yeah. that we have it? I don't have my phone with me, so we have This is the Hanky Panky. Uh, you can see that online. Uh, that's the Hanky Panky, my friend. It's a classic cocktail from the 1920s. Ooh. I think 1925 exactly, created by a female bartender. There wasn't very many working in that capacity at the time. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of barmaids, and but she was the head bartender at the American Bar in the Savoy Hotel. So, cheers to her. So, there you go. That's the Hanky Panky. Something uh, different. Once again, it's nice to try these classic cocktails uh, from the 1920s and the 1910s that you don't see as prevalent as what we're seeing today. A lot of cocktails that involve juices or like funky things and smoke. This is just how it was. Smoke. Yeah. Have you ever had a cocktail that has like I, I smoke seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> liquid smoke? I hate liquid smoke. So, yeah. for me, they're like the <laughs> worst cocktails ever. Um but yeah, and you know what? I'm feeling better now that I've had it. My hangover seems to feel like. You do seem straightened out. Yeah. I think um, I'm getting worse. All um, right, I'll be fine. Okay. All right.
0: Well, it's time to uh, let, let, let's eat something. Let's look at that.
1: Let's do it. Oh, it looks beautiful. So what I'm seeing here is a tortilla shell with some uh, meat, I want to say chicken. Tortilla in a, shell, he says. Who raised you, first what, of what, all? What tortilla it? It's a tostada, my oh, friend. It's a tostada. Okay. So I'll stop joking. talking I'm now. joking.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll tell you a little bit about this. Yes. So, I, you know, as I was saying, I went to this uh, Latina, Latin food court, basically. Mm. Latin food-inspired food court in Chicago. And it was just... As I said, aripas here, tortas here, Amazing. tortillas here, and sopas and uh, ensaladas and all kinds of – every um, different place served something else, had different specialties. And some of it was really terrific. Oh, it wow. wasn't all you can eat, so you kind of – small sizes. Sure. Right? They just give you a small size so you don't have to fill up too much. Um, my kids, obviously, lunatics, they go for the stir fry. <laughs> well, you're in a Mexican food... Po- they both want a chicken stir-fry. So anyway, okay. this, is, this is why you don't travel with kids. Okay. But it, it did inspire me. And this is called a chicken tinga tostada. Oh, my goodness. And oh, well, uh, I'm before. big fan. Yeah, yeah. You take a picture of that. And then I'm going to also garnish it. Okay. So okay, those... no, leave,
1: leave the garnish there for a second. Yeah. I'll get garnish. And I'll take a picture we'll while you're Take you a picture it. here, too. No, but I wanted the garnish and... You want the garnish on? Yeah, yeah. Head, no, but... Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, oh I, I should take off the sound of the actual photo taking place. <laughs>
0: We're not so different, you and I, Mark. No, you right?
1: and I. Okay, that's great. I got some great photos there. Oh, it looks beautiful. I like the colors you used. So, yeah. how did you stumble on this this uh, food court? Uh, and when you say food court, was it like an outdoor food court, an indoor? No, food No,
0: indoor and also on the magnificent mile. Okay. So, right on Michigan Avenue, Chicago. Amazing. So, I'm just like, ah, tourist trap for sure. And uh, but then we go there. There's a brunch. It's like Twenty bucks for adults, nine bucks for kids. It's wonderful. And I was like, all you can eat. 20
1: bucks. It's not bad. And they're stir-fry.
0: <laughs> they're stir-fry. Exactly. So, um, in the end, it wound up being a wonderful experience. And it, if, if nothing else, even if it hadn't been At least uh, putting delicious in cheese the moment, on the... some um, queso asadero. Yes. Even if it had not been wonderful in the moment, it, what it did do is inspire me to make my own chicken tinga. So, let me tell you a little bit about Please. chicken tinga. Why don't you uh, have uh, have a bite? Let me, let, me, let me take a picture of the finished product here yeah. as well. Yeah. I think this is... Key. Worth sharing with people right here, uh, and on your plates, I tell you, Marco, you guys really do have plates that make you want to eat even more Amazing. than you already did.
1: So shall I eat while you explain? Yeah, okay. there's going to be
0: some crunching in
1: the background. Okay, I'm going to try to crunch to away pick... from the mic as much <laughs> as I can. Jesus, I would like to say crunch wherever you feel,
0: but uh, we also have to have some respect for uh, for the listeners. So, first of all, I just love the way this sounds, chicken tinga tostada. I like That's that. Wonderful. You could just say chicken tacos, but here's my problem with chicken tacos. When we were in Mexico, Mm -hmm. a lovely country, lovely people, everybody we met was once. We were at this food stall. No, not a food stall. Sorry. I was at a food stall in Chicago. We were at this uh, stall where people are selling various things, various uh, trinkets and tchotchkes and all this kind of stuff. So I see a bracelet that I want, and the guy wanted $6 U.S., I go, come on, for a bracelet. He goes, it's nothing, senor. It's just for my chicken tacos, senor. Six dollars for my chicken tacos. And I was like, but first of all, if you're paying six dollars U.S. for chicken tacos as a Mexican, Mm -hmm. you're stupider than you look. All right? That's very, very expensive. Those are prices from New York City. Uh, Those are not uh, Mexico prices. Fair. And he was just like, you know. He looked at me like I was a terrible person for wanting to pay uh, less for something. And he, they were there for tourists to rip tourists off. So anyway, I don't like chicken tacos. Has that
1: memory stuck in my head? I see. Okay. So chicken Flashback. Tinga, I feel like it was total. a Vietnam flashback <laughs> for you.
0: <laughs> it absolutely was. So chicken tinga tostada makes me
1: feel better. Uh, also, I just love the word tinga. Well, I have to say this. I have to... Side with you here because this can't be a taco, in my opinion, because it's tostada because the shell itself is course, toasted. So course. it has that crunch, and you can't fold it like a taco, no, no, right? No, no, no. So it's a little less portable yes. and a little bit more. The crunch adds to the overall dish because you've got this sweet flavor of the uh, what do you call that stuff you put on the salsa? The, the garnish, the you the garnish. could just
0: say, but there's, there's a couple of salsas mixed. There's a radish and cabbage uh, slaw, and then there's a,
1: a pineapple and cucumber um, salsa. Everything here works, from the cheese, which was the last item, to all the items. But I'll let you explain it. But for me, I have to say yes to you in that it is not a taco, it is <laughs> right. a tostada. No,
0: What I'm saying is that I could have brought in a, ta- a oh, taco, okay. but I, le- I lean towards tostada because of these Vietnam mm. flashbacks that I have. Fair. I mean, that was two years ago. I should really get over it. <laughs> but he was such a despicable person. Anyway, not important. Chiquantinga, tinga means uh, coral. Or uh, or or a scolding? Um, oh, quarrel. I think you said quarrel. No, no. Um, I quarrel. I, uh, I don't have that word. Yeah, a quarrel. Yeah, so, a beef, if you will. Exactly, a beef. And you could have beef tinga, or you could have chicken tinga, which is an interesting segue back into what we're talking of course. about. Uh, I don't know how quarrel comes here, except that it's a shredded. Meat, okay. Uh, whether it's beef or chicken, you shred it. So maybe there's something you know aggressive about that. It's so good, it makes me tinga, yeah, <laughs> all over. <This> is, <laughs> so tinga, as you can see, uh, can be used in, in many different ways. Uh, in the end, it's just become this culinary term, and it's effectively you know shredded meat in a uh, in a red spicy or spicy-ish sauce. So here's how I, I made this thing, and I'm very um, I was very proud of it. And that's why we, I brought up the hand blender as well. Okay. Because what you do is you make a sauce first. First thing, first thing you do is you actually boil a chicken. Oh. Which I don't usually do. But you boil the chicken. And uh, you know, a lot of people say just boil it in water. Uh, okay. But I feel like that's an opportunity for flavor. Yes. And it's a missed opportunity if you don't have... So in the water I put... A bunch of cumin seeds, half a cinnamon stick. I smashed a garlic clove and put it in there, and I put some cloves. And um, so now, after you're done boiling the chicken, you have a broth. You can make uh, rice or whatever you want with that broth. So I would not just boil it with water, even though some recipes. Salt in there? I salted it as well. Okay. Yeah, I salted it as well. So you actually had a pretty flavorful chicken when it was all done. And that flavorful chicken was going to go into this sauce. So the sauce is um, onions, garlic, Mexican oregano. Um, Cumin Chipotle um, chilies In adobo sauce I don't know if you've ever seen You can buy that canned
1: 100% What am I? um, Do you think I grew up in a cave? Like, come on I I
0: worry for you sometimes (laughs) No, I never worry for you You eat well You live well uh, so you, you can add a bit of that Now that is, is smoky and it's spicy But then you're also going to add tomatoes You can add uh, fresh tomatoes diced You can add um, crushed tomatoes from a can You can add uh, you know fire roasted tomatoes
1: What about a bit of tomato paste? Could you add a bit of paste? I didn't but you absolutely okay. could, could you Do you, have, you have you seen the tomato paste that comes in a tube? I have Love that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: In the Middle East uh, They'll use that a lot You have tomato paste in a tube And harissa in a tube It's yeah. fantastic I
1: see the Middle East And I raise you Italians use the <laughs> tube as well Okay, so anyways
0: <laughs> So, um, yeah I see you Middle East is funny I'm watching you
1: <laughs> No, I meant I see Like I see your I see bed. when I raise you In like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: the card yeah, way yeah. Of course. But
1: I see you too I'm doing the eye Like pointing at yeah, exactly. my eyes And pointing at your eyes I know That's, okay. that's why I felt
0: like I'm watching you guys <laughs> We started that <laughs> Um, so this is the thing. So that that sauce that you make is very chunky, obviously onions and, and, oh, and, 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 and if it's, it's a canned whole tomato- tomatoes and all that. So you can either do the thing where you empty it out into your blender, yes, blend it, put it back. Or if you can, now I couldn't do the immersion blender. Why? Because I made this in a Le Creuset Ooh. enamel pot, my last wow. year's Christmas gift. I don't want to mess up the bottom of that pot. That pot is very expensive and very dear to me, so I actually did put it in a blender and I blended it.
1: how important is the color of your Le Creuset uh, items? I mean, it's a, it's a, it can be a centerpiece, you know. Sure. So
0: we got this beautiful blue that is exactly like this. What would you call this color yes. on in front of us right now? Um,
1: sexy eye blue. Sexy eye blue. So we have some. No, of I don't that know. Sexy I, eye blue. I call it. Uh, <laughs> Um, periwinkle? I don't, I don't know. No, I don't know. A nice blue, a, um, a baby blue? I uh, no, it's not even a baby it's blue. It's a, a, baby. I don't know. Uh, anyway, blue. when you okay. see the
0: pictures, you'll yeah. see why we're deliberating over this 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 color. This is the base on the table that we used. Um but yeah, I mean we it's funny cuz the ones that go on sale are sometimes these, like, gray yeah. or, like, off-white. And you're like, I don't know if that works with mm-hmm. my kitchen. You know, the bold in colors are always the ones that are, like, 500 bucks for the pot.
1: You can even get those colors that are, like, uh, what's it called? When they're, when they're gradient in color. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they have a fade. Yeah, they it's called something. Is Women's they, yeah. hair. You can get it. Uh, yeah, 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 I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. It's I a do fade. know what you're yeah. talking about.
0: Uh, but anyway, so this is a sauce. So I made a lot of sauce. I've now Amazing. frozen some and put some oh. know, aside for, for the future and then so, i so, shredded the chicken mm-hmm. and uh, and i added it back into that sauce once it had blended sure and you cook it again for you know 7 8 minutes and uh, and you have chicken tinga and you can just have that with rice you can have that just as a dish with some you know potatoes or or mm-hmm. corn on the side and you can
1: always tinga in a taco or on a tostada, and it's wonderful. I have it to say, like I just had, I ate half of it because I didn't want to crunch my way through this whole episode. Listen, I think you did the
0: right thing because I was also watching what was happening, and it was uh, it was Ooh. like an explosion in the plate. Was it, happening, it, and you're like,
1: ah! It yeah. was far from pleasant. <laughs> okay, speaking of uh, what was going on, flashbacks. Um, all right, so that's the chicken tinga, easy to make. Yeah, well, I like the, the thing I like most of what you're saying, Ali, is you can freeze it. You can freeze the, the the sauce or the base yeah. and then bring it out any time. Your kids want something.
0: Yeah. It's spicy. Can... You know, you should know that. It's meant to be spicy. Sure. It has those chipotle peppers in it. Um, but I don't shy away from that with my kids. It's no. almost like uh, if you enjoy it, amazing. If you don't, also amazing because I'm punishing you for something
1: shitty you did in the past. Fair enough. I also lo- subscribe to this. Spice keeps germs and colds away. Now, it might be the old wives' tail center core that I have inside <laughs> me, but when I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, sure, I go for spice. And sure. I think... I think one of the big issues we have in North America is that we shy away from introducing things that have spice, that have a bitterness to it to kids, and so they grow up with a very um, bland palate. Bland palate, and yeah. then when they when you're introduced to something like an amato, it's like, oh, this is far too bitter. I can't. What do you mean, digestive? Bitter things help you digest. Spicy things help you uh, wake up senses in you, uh, get the blood flowing and whatnot. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's. I personally think, and you take it for what it's worth, um, avoiding. Flavors like that, both as kids, young adults, or as adults, is wrong.
0: Yeah, it's to your own detriment. Yeah. I um,
1: when I'm really
0: uh, feeling low, if I'm sick mm. and don't have the energy to make myself something, it's straight to a Korean restaurant. Yes, for a, a very spicy like kimchi, uh, pork bone broth soup. Yeah, broth. I do a
1: sun tofu. Oh,
0: you do the tofu. I, right? I, said, I
1: do the sun tofu. It's a tofu soup, and I make sure it's the, it has plenty of kimchi, and they bring you those. Um, what do you call them appetizers condiments. yeah condiments yeah, yeah, and I always yeah, yeah. ask for more kimchi yes and then I they I always ask them to make it spicy and I crack the egg in and, and life yeah. is beautiful yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man I might go I feel great I might get that anyway I wonder you be also great for a hangover
1: Pro- I was th- I was thinking that too yeah Oh boy yeah. look at us huh It's good. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm feeling better excuses to eat yeah people listening are like oh my God I gotta listen to these guys drag through their hangover yeah, but yeah. thank you for listening uh, make sure you uh, give us a five star review rate and review us we'd love to see that and uh, I only say that because I don't know if I'll be able to say it after the next segment. It's my favorite segment, and uh, it should be yours too. If it isn't already,
0: it will be soon. All right, let's start this up.
1: What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Will you guess it? Will you mess it? Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth?
0: ready for something in their mouth. Okay. I guess <laughs> I am. Yeah. Put it in your oh, okay. mouth.
1: Okay. Is right. it going so, in my right. hand like, like communion not, or is it going done, right in my mouth? I to feed you this time, okay. buddy. You have
0: to do it the way I love to do okay. it. Smell it. Just oh, smell it has a, in, a, what is aromatic, it
1: aromatic, yes, I, I feel spice. I want to say pepper. There's, I, I can smell some sort of pepper. Um, okay. 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 That's quite okay. enough okay. for you, all right? Okay. okay.
0: Open it up. It's in your mouth. Here you are.
1: What do you got? What do you got? Okay, it's it's acidic, so it has some um, almost like vinegar in it. I want to say, and it's kind of like, it's got a bit of mush factor to it. <laughs> it's cabbagey, but it's very fine. It's very fine cabbagey. Almost kimchi-ish. It's almost got a kimchi quality to it, but I don't think it would be kimchi because I feel like we did kimchi before. Um, we did do kimchi before, and I think you think it has a kimchi quality because we were just talking about kimchi. Okay. You have a one-track kimchi mind now. No, 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 but it has that. <laughs> so I'm going to say it has a Asian- Flavor to it. There if I'm thinking know. kimchi, I'm going to say okay. Asian. So basically,
0: okay. you were just being racist by saying this is a, got a kimchi
1: flavor. No, like, I was Asian I was Asian. directing me to the part of the world where I think this dish is <laughs> okay, from to help correct. me navigate <laughs> the flavors.
0: As I blindfold you and challenge you, I'm like also adding racism. <laughs> oh, oh man, person. I'm a monster. I'm sorry. Do you you are a about, monster. A, you want another bite? As yeah.
1: a person of color, it's easy for you to point the finger and call me a racist hey, on this podcast. And I, what am I? That
0: I'm a person of color. You're blindfolded. You racist <laughs> bastard. Can you have another bite?
1: Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't love this.
0: Okay. Oh, that's very sad. I'm very mm-hmm. sad to hear that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, I just gave you double the amount in the spoon the second time, assuming you were loving it. <laughs> okay.
1: okay, well what are you gonna do? Okay, this is a this is um this is a um, a vegetable that has a sauce. It's not kimchi because it's got more sweetness to it. Um, it is a mushy Um, green, though. It's like a green. Oh, man, I can't quite place it because it's finely chopped. Is it parsley? No, it's not parsley. Is it?
0: (laughs) I need a final answer from
1: you. Do I not not get one last one, or is that it? Oh, yeah,
0: you can get more. There's more. There's more. One more. You said you didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it,
1: but it doesn't matter. I must plow on. Oh, look, you
0: committed to his art. Here you go. Here you
1: go. You put so much in my mouth.
0: (laughs) That was less. It was less than the second time.
1: I'm going to be so wrong on this. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. you, you, you I'm, I'm off base, barking, aren't I? You're barking up the wrong okay.
0: right now. Yeah. You were right on mush. It's mushy.
1: It's mushy. Um, it's a vegetable of some sort, and I want to say it's a green vegetable, but it's got uh, some ribs to it. So I'm going to just say it is... It's not parsley because parsley... It's, not, it's, it's a bit blander than parsley. Um, I'm going to say finely chopped... Cabbage in a in a uh, sweet pepper sweet pepper uh, paprika sauce. Okay. I'm gonna take my blindfold off. Okay, let's see. What is it? How hey, often? How about
0: You go to a Japanese restaurant. Okay, uh, often people order this as an initial appetizer. This green, it's like the French fry replacement. Above us right now, I can hear your wife doing somersaults. I don't know, what, I don't know what she's doing up there. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese restaurant. Okay. You order this. Instead of French fries, you get this. You get them steamed. You get them. You ever have this? It's edamame, buddy. Edamame, it's edamame. Edamame. It's, it's mushy. Okay. So it's a puree of edamame. Well, I mean, I don't, don't get it as dip. a puree. I know, but it's an edamame dip. Okay. And okay. it's got uh, jalapeno in it. Okay. And kale. Okay. And uh kale some juice. I was
1: tasting the ribs of the kale.
0: Yeah. Well, the f- ribs. I mean, that's pretty finely diced stuff. Oh, that's
1: well. I, I could still taste it. <laughs> I could still taste it. Oh, man. Why? If it's it wasn't. I mean, difference. come on. It's, this it's, is a hard one. Like, what are you trying difficult. to. It's like, very I've difficult. never seen this in a Japanese <laughs> restaurant. They give me, they give me adamamis as know, they are. I thought you'd recognize it. Look.
0: You've had chickpeas, Wait, but so then you can recognize hummus, can't you? Did you just invent this? That's no, my it's question. No, someone invented this. It's an actual dip. thing. This is a dip available. Okay, so how product.
1: would I don't like it, so I don't recommend this dip for those who want it. Yes. How would you make this dip? Oh
0: man, you, I'm also this angry because of it. that. this is any place you would use hummus, you would use an edamame puree. This is. This is like. Um,
1: so you take the beans, the little. The soybeans, right? The right.
0: amami beans, yeah. Don't you, use the
1: shell. Don't use the don't casing use the shell. No,
0: you mush it and into it. I would say lemon juice is critical. Garlic is very valuable. Mm-hmm. And then some spice is great. So I, it's got pureed jalapeno in it. And then you could mince up parsley or cilantro. I, or I'm
1: going to call bullshit yeah. on the jalapeno because that should not go in a Japanese dish. if That's a Japanese dish you're giving me. All right. You know Maybe what? some miso. <laughs> You could have put in there. Your anger is coming out right now. I know. Now, I know. It's, it's I'm sorry. I apologize. It's not becoming of you. I'll tell you that
0: much. I'm gonna go bullshit on the Japanese. No, not on the Japanese. I'm not listening. It could come to that if I let this anger spiral out of control.
1: You you put me in a corner where it sounds like I'm saying horrible things about know, the Japanese, know, and I'm not. I'm I actually know. saying it about the Mexicans who make. I like videos. seeing you on the defensive. Is that weird that I like that?
0: I don't know why I like that. Um, okay, you this got is a great me. You got so me. anywhere, look chickpeas. People know chickpeas. They also know hummus. So I'm I'm trying to introduce you to something. You know edamame? Um. It's an edamame dip. Can be used anywhere you use hummus. Can Mm -hmm. be used in a sandwich as an extra layer of like sort of a cohesive layer. It can be for flavor with uh, nachos, with just uh, chips, anything you know. Oh, I like
1: that. Could you do this? Take a Montreal style bagel, slather some of that on it. Yes. Some finely cut lox or smoked salmon. Sure, man. Capers. And Dill, and go to town? There's the Marco
0: I know and love. <laughs> He's <laughs> back. So He's back. I actually thought you, I thought you were going to say, could you do this? Mm-hmm. Could you shut your fucking mouth like <laughs> this stupid Dill? I thought you were still angry, but now look at that. That's a great idea. This would go so well with salmon. Oh, oh my God. There you go. Salmon's
1: okay, amazing. so together we've, we've come back to the place. <laughs> Basically,
0: what you, what you just experienced as a listener was watching us go to our deepest depths mm-hmm. and then come back, and we're on the top of the mountain again. Amazing. Back okay. To
1: the um any resolutions that I should know about?
0: We are we are doing one thing. This is very doable, but also you know, you know how these resolutions are. You could just stop thinking about it. Yep. We are watching one documentary a week as a family.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. Every
0: Sunday, last year I made a commitment. I'm not working Sundays anymore. I want a day you. where at least now sometimes I'm on the road there's just no way, but I'm not what going for What a good Catholic mics, you are. Whatever, exactly. <laughs> Lord's Day, <laughs> family day. Um, So, what we said to the kids is, like, get your homework done before Sunday. Sunday, let's have it as a day for Mm -hmm. for us to enjoy each other's company. One day, it's not much to ask of any of us. So, on that day, we have added um, uh, documentaries. We just found that it's just so easy to waste time in front of a television, on your laptop, on your phone – so at least you're still doing that sort of viewing, but it's not brainless for at least oh, somewhere between great. sixty and ninety minutes. Whether it's a the nature of things, you know, old, our old pal David Suzuki David, yes. has a great everything. And you know, my son, the seven year old would. Would watch SpongeBob and then, he, but he could also watch something on ants for sixty minutes. Who couldn't? The ant world, the yeah. spiders—sure, like fast. So, so why give him the the, the stuff that's not going to really help with interest and curiosity and development? And I think we can all learn something.
1: Yeah, don't just give him the visual sugar; give him the visual spice. Like it. There you okay, go. bring it right. back to eat and drink. You Good know, every once in a while.
0: So yeah, documentaries. We're going to try to do that. If if any of them are food related, obviously, uh, I'll bring that uh, that content here Amazing. every week as well. Amazing,
1: that's great. So what about you? What are you doing? I'm going to try to brush my teeth every day for a whole year. Brush and floss my teeth. I should say floss. Actually, it's flossing is what I'm going to try to as do. As a
0: man who sits uh, two feet away mm-hmm. from you in a booth yeah. regularly, yeah. I I'm going to say thank you yeah. for that one
1: because I brush every day, but I don't always floss. Okay and flossing is important
0: okay yeah and you want to get those terms correct because you said the first thing you said I'm going to try brush my teeth no no I meant I meant, fl- you meant floss oh, yeah. I meant
1: floss yeah yeah well, well yeah. you
0: know once you get the terms right uh, that's pretty much 90% of it right? <laughs> I
1: sound like such a douchebag in this episode from top to bottom no, no, I sound like like an idiot okay fair enough fair
0: you enough. sound exactly the way you do every <laughs> single <similar episode>. in <laughs> terrible okay well listen thank Woo, you for 2019. listening 2019 what a year already thank you for listening until we oh, eat again
1: we hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Tempano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast eat drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, Bottoms Up!